0: the oklahoma state men's basketball team has closed the door on this season with an upset win over texas tech and i only cried a little plus we turned to football to look at the best returning offensive player for each big 12 team and how all-american malcolm rodriguez did at the nfl combine all on today's episode of locked on pokes thanks for making locked on pokes your first listen every day we are free and available on all platforms you are locked on pokes Your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This episode of Locked On Pokes is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house based games to play daily, no sharks, no funky props. Just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com locked on. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to the Locked on Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey. You can find all of my work at Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter. I am an obnoxious Oklahoma State fan. You can follow me for all of that on Twitter at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked on Pokes. So we had the bittersweet ending of a basketball season against Texas Tech on Saturday It was such a good game. It was such a great ending. I had goosebumps the entire time. I got to go with my mom. I haven't been to a live sporting event with my mom since probably before I had my license. It's been a really long time since we got to share that moment. And to share it with this team that's been through so much this season was really special for me. I don't know if she knows just how much it meant to me, but it was a great game. You know, I talked about last week that Mike Boynton has really focused on the defense being the identity that he wants his Oklahoma State team to have, that legacy, that defensive legacy, and he did that. The 87 points allowed in the final two games is a Big 12 record for fewest points given up in back-to-back games. They are the reason that we won in Ames, Iowa against Iowa State. They are the reason that we were able to get the upset, upset win over Texas Tech in Stillwater, Kansas was the only Big 12 team that swept Oklahoma State this season. And the Cowboys finished 15 and 15, despite going into this season, and not like with a whole lot of warning, but going into this season knowing nothing stood at the end of it. No no glory, no chance at hoisting a trophy. None of that stood at the end of this. They played for each other, they played for themselves. And I think what they were able to accomplish this season excuse me this season cannot be diminished at all. The final game of the season being the 52 to 51 win against number 12 Texas Tech. They went into halftime tied at 27. The Red Raiders got up 10 at some point in the second half but the Cowboys clawed their way back mostly again on the back of that Oklahoma State defense who led Texas who held Texas Tech to zero points in the final 9 I think it's like 926. Uh but 9 plus minutes of the game where Texas Tech didn't score at all. Those were an excruciating 9 minutes. Lots of baskets that didn't fall for both sides of of the, like both teams. I mean, there was there was certainly a dry spell. I think the Cowboys only scored 8 points in those final 9 minutes, so it's not like it became some huge Offensive surgeons for the Cowboys, they just were able to score enough and rely on their defense to keep Texas Tech from scoring. Rondell Walker led the Cowboys with 12 points. Musa Cisse, again, registered double-digit rebounds as well as five blocks. Bryce Thompson hit the go-ahead three-pointer with 19.4 seconds left. And, you know, the way that Oklahoma State has been shooting free throws, or free throws, three-pointers this year, I was... The deafening silence in Gallagher-Iba Arena when that shot went up. I mean, it got so quiet. It went from so quiet to like 100 on the loud scale so fast when that when that shot fell. But what a moment to be in. What a shot by Bryce Thompson. Mike Boynton said after the game, he told Bryce Thompson, if you get an open look, you take the shot. That's exactly what he did. And it worked out for the best. It was so much fun to be at. It was a bananas game. I think I did terrify my mom a little. I told you guys, you know, that's the first game that her and I have been to in a really long time, kind of since I've become the sports fanatic crazed fan that I am. There was Texas Tech fans in the section next to us. It was all in good fun, but uh, they heckled us. We heckled them back. I lost my voice. My body is sore from yelling. It turns out I do that if you're on the internet at all. You know that gif where that little boy hits a shot on the court and then he's like, let's go. And like his whole body is flexed. That was me for like the entire second half of the game. I am legitimately sore. Muscles that I haven't worked out in years are paying me back for how much cheering I did on Saturday also, Musa Cisse was named the Big 12 co-defensive player of the year. I think we can all agree he just kind of went on a tear the last second half of the season. Really, really hope he returns. They talked to him about kind of what his plans are. He says if he does decide to play another year at college, it will be for Oklahoma State. So that was good news to see. But ultimately, it'll be interesting to see which direction he takes if he decides to start his journey towards pro play that's certainly a decision that uh, you know an option that he has so be keeping a special eye on that he would be a huge huge retained player if we were able to bring him back to Oklahoma State next season. Avery Anderson was named to the all All, uh, all Big 12 third team another very important piece to the Oklahoma State offense. You know, the offense kind of struggled all season but when your defense plays as well as they did, especially down the stretch, it keeps you in every game. I think the Cowboys had maybe three, two, three games that they were never really in, but for the most part, they took every game down to the last second, and you have to, I've I've done this before, and I told you guys I hate playing the what-if game, but you have to wonder what this team's record would be if there was the drive of a postseason play. I can imagine that be a little demoralizing from time to time. So I'm always curious. I'll always, it'll always be the season of like, what could have been. And that's heartbreaking. It's so tough to think about. But like I, I said last week, it's really nice to kind of have that behind us. There are still sanctions to be dealt with. I'm not going to dive into them today. It's nice to finally be past the really headlining sanction that was this postseason ba- ban. We are past it. We don't have to think about it anymore, and I just want to let this win kind of fester and fill it and and remember the atmosphere that Gallagher-Iba Arena held on Saturday because it just felt... I mean, it always feels like one of family, but on Saturday in particular when everybody knew it was the last game, it was truly a special moment to be at, and I'm very glad that I decided to go down to Stillwater on Saturday and be at that game and experience all of that in person. Like I said, I only cried a little bit. Teared up when the seniors were announced. Teared up again. Not directly after the win, but, you know, a couple minutes after the adrenaline kind of slowed down. And then again when I got home and I was reading and watching like Mike Boynton talk uh the postseason or the post game and talking in the locker room. All those videos always kind of choked me up anyway. But this one especially... When your head coach is getting choked up, it's pretty easy for me to do the same. So I was pretty proud of my my lack of tears as a whole on Saturday. But just a fantastic game, a great season that I'm, you know, bittersweet. It's it's good that it's past us, but I'm proud of what those boys did and what Mike, Mike Boynton was able to do with the team, considering everything that they had to deal with right before the season. And like I said, there are still sanctions to be dealt with. We will get to those, but I'm not going to talk about it today because it, it's going to get messy when recruiting starts. But let's just let this this ending kind of settle before we dive into even more sad shit the NCAA is making us deal with. Next up, we know Oklahoma State and Baylor return their starting quarterbacks, but who are the best returning offensive we- weapons on each of the other Big 12 teams as we head into the 2022 football season? Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds totals player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, they always land somewhere. You can bet on that at betonline.net. Betonline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey and boxing and UFC odds. Head to the New and Improved website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers. BetOnline, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to run your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual? Are you looking for the best? We've done our research, and we're running our brackets at runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X, both really fun in their own way. They have options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white-glove customer support, customer branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we are running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, Join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter pure madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for making locked on pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms Make sure to check out Locked On Bracket Breakdown March 14th right here on the Locked On Pokes podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. So we're going to talk about some of the returning players to each of the Big 12 teams, the best offensive returning player specifically, We'll just get Spencer Sanders and Gary Bohannon out of the way. I have talked in excess about these two being the only returning starting quarterbacks for the Big 12 this season. Both are inconsistent, but they offer enough rushing upside to be very exciting. It's obviously very important for the offense when your starting quarterback returns for another season. I have spoken to my confidence in these two offenses over the rest of the Big 12, specifically because we know what we're getting for the most part. From either quarterback. I won't berate you with stats on these two. I have talked about it plenty, but which offensive assets are the other Big 12 teams packing headed into the 2022 season? Starting first with Kansas State. Oh, and to be clear, this is not a ranking. I'm just talking about my favorite offensive player from each team. So I didn't rank them, we're just going through them. There is way too much in the air, I think, to rank a specific player on each team especially considering some of these guys are wide receivers and there's so many new quarterbacks. So with Kansas State, it should come as no surprise that this is Deuce Vaughn for me. Vaughn is a shifty freak. It's just too much fun to watch him carry the rock. He is so much fun to watch football. I went back and watched just some highlight tapes. I wasn't like evaluating tape, but I just went back and watched some highlights and he's just so much fun to watch. Last season, he posted a stat line of 235 attempts for 1,404 yards and 18 touchdowns, he averaged six-point yards a carry. That's bonkers. That's really good. He also caught 49 passes for 468 yards and five touchdowns, so he can be used in that passing game. I've talked about this too, but I look so forward to drafting him in rookie drafts next season for fantasy football. I might have to get into a Devy league just to ensure a share. Devy is like half NFL, half college. But he's truly a joy to watch, and I think without question, he is the best returning offensive player for the Wildcats next season. And I, aside from when he plays Oklahoma State, am looking so forward to watching him and his name kind of catching fire in the draft circuit, in the fantasy football circuit, online, because I'm going to be like, I have been in this camp. I will gatekeep Deuce Vaughn from everybody. Next up, Kansas two-sport athlete Devin Neal is a running back for the football team, but he also plays For the Kansas Jayhawks baseball team. Last season, he had 158 carries for 707 yards and eight touchdowns. He averaged 4.5 yards per attempt. Neil had his best game by far against Texas in the infamous upset from last year when he had 24 attempts for 143 yards and three touchdowns. In that matchup, he averaged six yards per attempt. His other multiple touchdown game came against the Sooners when he rushed for 100 yards and two touchdowns on 23 attempts. Maybe this guy just really knows how to show up in big moments. But he's a joy to watch. Another player that's just really fun to watch. Super athletic, very quick, very shifty. Next up, Texas Tech. And, you know, I should skip them after whining this weekend that the refs gave Oklahoma State the basketball game. Because did you guys see that online where Texas Tech fans were mad at the refs? Let's be clear, the refs were bad on both sides of the ball, but I think Texas Tech definitely got some calls that Oklahoma State did not get. And also, while we're here, because I didn't bring it up earlier, one of the Texas Tech players punched a hole in the drywall. Real Chad move, my guy. Go have a monster energy. Relax. But I'll put my petty to bed for now, and I will talk about who I think their best offensive returning player is, and it's Sir Roderick. Thompson, another running back notches his name for the 2022 returning big 12 class in his four years as a red Raider, the running back has averaged just under five yards per carry at 4.8. While he saw a healthy level of receptions in 2019 and 2020, he only had six last year for Texas tech. It'll be interesting to see if the changes at offensive coordinator and head coach see his receptions go back up this season. Either way, I think Thompson is the best returning offensive player for this year. At Iowa State, give me wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson. With the losses of Brees Hall, Charlie Kohler, and Brock Purdy, this became somewhat of a process of elimination answer. The leading pass catcher for the Cyclones last season hauled in 83 passes for 987 yards and 5 touchdowns. Hutchinson had 4 games last season over 100 yards, including the one against Oklahoma State when he caught 12 passes for 125 yards and two touchdowns it's not really a memory I'd like to revisit but I think it speaks to his skill level that he was able to get that done against Oklahoma State TCU running back Kendra Miller now this one I went back and forth on Quentin Johnston almost won out as he was the Horned Frogs leading pass catcher last season but with TCU losing Zach Evans to the transfer portal and, by the way, what a fumble of the bag by Gary Patterson last season on that one because Zach Evans is um, could potentially end up being a very, very elite running back. The 1B running back from last year's backfield gets the title. Miller rushed for 623 yards on 83 carries and had seven touchdowns. He was averaging 7.5 yards per carry. That's wild. That's another wild stat line. The advantage that that kind of running back progress gives you is really hard to ignore. So I think he is, the he's in my opinion, the best returning offensive player, though I can see an argument for Quentin Johnson. West Virginia, this is another coin flip, but worse than TCU because I couldn't pick. No one exceptional is returning, but productivity that is returning falls in the laps of wide receiver Sam James and Bryce Ford Wheaton. It's no secret that I believe West Virginia has a lot to do between now and the 2022 season kickoff. The two tied for second in receptions last season, last season with 42 James put up 505 yards and five touchdowns while Ford Wheaton registered 575 yards and three touchdowns, but both have a chance to make a splash in 2022. Oklahoma, give me Marvin Mims. Oklahoma State fans may not remember Mims from the Bedlam matchup as the vaunted Cowboy defense held him to one catch for four yards. If Dylan Ga- <laughs> if Dylan Gabriel is worth a damn, Mims could see another strong season at wide receiver. He didn't have the most receptions for the Sooners last season, but he did lead the team in receiving yards with 705. He was averaging 22 yards per receptions. Jinkies! Just as a footnote, did y'all see they're building a Baker Mayfield statue on campus? I hope it's the still shot of him getting tackled by a police officer. Texas, this could have been Xavier Worthy, but I refuse to ignore the force that is B. John Robinson. The running back recorded 195 attempts last season for 1,127 yards and 11 touchdowns he added 295 yards and four touchdowns through the air on 26 receptions. There is no way around it. Texas was not good last season and they were most assuredly not back, but they were not lacking in the ground game. Bijan will likely be on to the NFL after this season and for good reason, for good cause, I think he is going to be a really sought after running back in the NFL but the Longhorns and Robinson should try to get everything they can onto the field and onto his tape in the 2022 season. So lots of fun players returning to the big 12, but certainly like we've talked about some questions at quarterback, a lot of mix up at head coaches, which is why Spencer Sanders and Gary Bohannon really take the crown in that offensive returning player. Ranking, I know I said it wasn't a ranking, but I can't think of a better word right now, so you're just going to have to bear with me. We'll look at 2022 best returning defensive players for the Big 12 later this week. Coming up, how did Malcolm Rodriguez fare in the 2022 NFL Combine and the chatter around the former Cowboy in the draft circuit? I love March Madness. Mostly the brackets and keeping track of all of it. With pen and paper, I have like my highlighter, my red pen, DeMarcoff misses... I'm a pretty big nerd, but I can't remember the last time I truly made it deep into a bracket tournament, so I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA single-game pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. In addition to their Pick'Em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on in a set of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. This is what daily fantasy was meant to be. Sign up for free right now at StatHero.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match terms and conditions apply. This is the time of year. I've pretty much given up on my new year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat, right? Thanks to built bar. It almost feels like it's not really a a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you guys tried the puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy, They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs come in lots of flavors like churro and coconut and banana cream pie. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You will be blown away. High-protein, low-cal, high-fiber, low-carb. Go to built.com and use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked 15 for 15% off your order at built.com. They've got new flavors coming out all the time, including their newest white chocolate cookies and cream. Again, head to built.com and use promo code locked 15 for 15% off your order. Everybody's favorite Oklahoma state linebacker tested at the combine this weekend. First, I'm just kind of going to go through it. There's not a whole lot to say. We still have Oklahoma State's Pro Day. We still have plenty to do before the draft starts in April. But Malcolm Rodriguez, initial grade, he was the highest-ranked Cowboy at the Combine with a 6.2 in words. Uh, According to the NFL website, it's an average starter in the NFL. He was the eighth-ranked linebacker before the Combine. According to next-gen stats, after the combine, Rodriguez had the second highest athleticism score of all the linebackers that were there. His measurables, he was 5'11", 232 pounds. I think the most important thing from this is like his height was always a contention, always an issue for scouts, but a lot of times um, the way that players are measured in college does not measure the same in the NFL so like the 6'1 wide receiver might actually be 5'11 that's kind of you guys any ladies that's listening knows men like to lie about inches but Malcolm Rodriguez came in at 5'11 232 that's great he's got nine and five eighth inch hands bigger than quarterback prospect Kenny Pickett Twitter is so weird on the offseason why do I know about that why do I know Their hand sizes. That's a real question that I have. They're like committed to memory at this point. His vertical jump was 39.5 inches. That was a great score for him. He really impressed throughout the combine, but proving he has the hops was huge, especially because of the way that he's described a lot as like stumpy to be able to show that he can stretch like that upwards was a great notch in his belt and something that NFL scouts will definitely take notice of. His 40 time, this was the thing that Rodriguez was most worried about heading into the weekend. He said he had heard scouts thought he would run a 5.7. Malcolm ended up with an official 5.52. That's almost two seconds faster than the scouts had targeted him at. Two seconds doesn't seem like a lot when you're, you know, thinking about it in a day-to-day setting. But, like, go stand at your microwave and wait for those last two seconds while your leftover pizza is waiting or – see how long two seconds lasts in a football game it's an incredibly large amount of time in terms of quick speed like that so that was a fantastic time for him to post to show that he had that quickness and that speed in terms of NFL chatter an area scout from the AFC, AFC from an AFC team said he's tough fast physical and smart He's everything you want in a linebacker, but he doesn't look the part, so that's probably going to hurt him. I have been seeing more and more beat riders start to gravitate towards him for one reason or another. Sleeper, and you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes, is a word often associated with Rodriguez right now. As in, a team's going to grab him probably late, but it'll pay huge dividends his wrestling background has will play to his advantage uh, in NFL drafting circles, as well as his leadership skills. Scouts, GMs, coaches, they know there are guys who were leaders in their locker rooms, the team captain type of guy, and it means something to them, and they know that, that about Malcolm Rodriguez. It was being talked about on air during the Combine, so it's not a secret by any means that he has those leadership skills. Prior to the Combine, I was worried about Malcolm solely because of his height, and it sounded like a lot of teams were looking past that. He's likely a day two or early day three guy, and he'll get another chance to prove himself during Oklahoma State's Pro Day on March 24th. But I think he did a really good job getting some eyes on him at the Combine. People are starting to pay attention. You know, we've Oklahoma State fans have been yelling from the rooftops for several weeks now to pay attention to Malcolm Rodriguez. I still don't think he's getting quite the attention he deserves, but it was always going to be an issue that he wasn't as tall as the prototypical NFL linebacker is. But I think really just the more tape that's watched, it, it's going to, it's going to be okay. I think for Malcolm Rodriguez check back in tomorrow for updates on Jalen Warren and Colby Harvell Peel. Thanks for making locked on pokes. Your first listen every day. Now make your second listen locked on NFL draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or follow the show page at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!